0: You are listening to sermons from the pulpit of the Bible Baptist Church in Marysville, California. We hope you will be blessed as you listen to another practical message. And we are a blessed people. Uh, you know, he, he made that, that statement. If there was another church that was just like this church, would it matter? The Bible says that God hath added us to the body as it hath pleased him. That means it matters where we go. It's not a crapshoot of, well, I'll go to this church this week and, well, you know, maybe I'll switch to this church the other week. Uh, It is, it matters. God cares. And He adds us to a church, not just because of what we get out of the church, Though we are blessed because we are a part of that body, uh, God adds us to the church because He knows that the church needs something that you have to add to. And it's not a take it or leave it type of a, a scenario. God puts us someplace on purpose. And so it does matter it doesn't It's not just well they're the same uh... same messages or same uh... doctrines uh... god has a purpose and we want to make sure that we are doing what he has designed for us to do all right so we had some good reading there in second peter but we are in first peter and so uh... just one verse there look over first peter chapter three look with me at verse number fifteen and the Bible says, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Now, uh, just a second ago, I could hear Bibles turning. And, you know, if we are really going to be able to give an answer and we really are going to be seeking why, maybe we should have our Bible. Well, pastor, it's on a screen, I know. And I've thought about ripping it off the screen. Just simply because we are not developing relationships with our Bible. There's something special about God's Word. And not only, I I know, I study... I study, I keep my Bible on my desk and I study and I'll read, but I can only read my Bible so long. My eyes, they're not working like they used to work. And so I uh, just got my eyes redone and new glasses and I can't use my glasses on the computer, uh, and so the, just the distances, it just doesn't work, and so I got to take them off and just make the screen bigger, and so, uh, so I can read and study, uh, but, but there's something special about the book. And and I know all the words are on an iPad, and I'll use the technology, and I'll I, I have my Bible on my phone, uh, but there's something about having uh, the Bible that you can hold in your hands and grab a pen and jot down notes and uh, and highlight and underline, and when God speaks to your heart, uh, you can go back and you'll remember. I don't remember what verse that was, but I know about where it was in my Bible, and you can start flipping through. I know it's on the left side of the page and you can flip to that it's amazing how god's word just comes alive to you and so let me encourage you make sure that you're bringing your bible to church uh, and using it it'll be a help to you Uh, so we're going to keep on going through on this series on why and we'll be addressing different topics uh, but as we address the topic uh, the, the, the foundational premise that we are addressing here is in verse 15, uh, that we would be ready to give an answer of the hope uh, that's in us. That we would be able to give an answer of every man uh, that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. And we need to be able to give an answer of what we believe and why? And so it's so very important. So this v- verse here is broke out in two things. It says, "Sanctify the Lord your God in your heart. So uh, that word "sanctify is the same word that we get holy or sanctify. Uh, it's Hagias, and, uh, uh, and it is to consecrate to, uh, to dedicate to reverence. Uh, it's to make holy to sanctify. And so God says, "Sanctify me." in your hearts. Sanctify me. Sanctify God in your hearts. And let me let me ask you a question. How holy is God in your heart? How set apart, how consecrated is God to you? It's it's not this, well, I'm saved. This is, this is talking about personal relationship here. And here when he says, sanctify me in your hearts, he is saying that there needs to be a special relationship, a special reverence, a special dedication to God in our hearts. So he said, sanctify me in your hearts, and then the second part of this verse is to give an answer. The word uh, answer there is the Greek word apologia, and it is literally uh, where we get the the term apologetics. Now, apologetics is the uh, study in theology where we defend the faith. And so, first of all, we have to uh, consecrate God in our own hearts. Uh, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy strength, with all thy mind. Uh, this is the first commandment. And so, so here, that consecrating of God, sanctifying God in our hearts. Then he said, I want you to be able to give an answer. I want you to be able to defend your faith. that's an area that we've got to grow in. So why? Why do we do what we do? As I look through the the, uh, passages of Scripture, we start out in the faith, we start out as little children. We start as a babe in Christ. You get saved, you are a babe in Christ. That means that you are a baby that has to be cared for, nurtured, fed. Uh, Everything has to be done for you in the spiritual realm. Uh, Just like when we were born into this world. But then we grow and then we become children. Uh, And then we go from being a children to adolescence. Being a youth is what the Bible talks about. Uh, And uh, there's no teenager in the Bible. There are youth in the Bible. Uh, young men uh, young ladies and then we have the adulthood and, and what do we find we find maturity and and there is this natural progression that should continue and all of us need to be growing uh, so let's go quickly and I'm watching the clock back here and we might even get to my uh, message tonight I don't know we might just get to him uh, but through the introduction we'll see uh, take your Bible go to first Corinthians chapter number two in verse 14, 1 Corinthians 2.14, the Bible says, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Now, there are some things spiritually, spirit, that are spiritual that a natural person will not understand. Now, we look at that as though that's only talking about lost people. But there are a lot of people that are saved that are just natural. They are still natural. They are still carnal. They are still living according to the natural man. They never mature. And let me tell you, there are people sitting in churches that are as just as natural and carnal as a lost person, and they might not do all the same things, but there is not a spirit filled or spiritual bone in their body because they have not grown they've gotten saved but they are still just as natural as they were before they were saved now uh, that is not supposed to be the case you know when I got saved everything changed. I mean, it was old things were passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And when somebody who says that they are saved, but they act as though they are lost, it causes me to doubt their salvation because they did not get what I got. Uh, their their uh, expression of what they are is not in a spiritual sense, and, and when we look at our own lives and we, and we are, uh, if we are still natural, then there's a problem. If we cannot understand the things of God, there's a problem. So, so here there's this process uh, of growth. Uh, let's let's go to First Corinthians chapter three and verse number one. 1 Corinthians three one. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I have fed you with milk and not with meat, for hitherto ye were not able to bear it. Neither yet now are ye able, for ye are yet carnal. For whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions are you not carnal and walk as men so let's let's just look at this real quickly here he starts saying i could not talk to you as under spiritual but as under carnal i i could not give you meat or uh deep things of god i had to feed you with milk because you were as a baby all right, a babe in Christ. Uh, so he is he is identifying the different spiritual levels. And tonight there are different spiritual levels that are here uh, in church. There are some that that are brand new or newer in their faith. There are others that have been saved for decades. Uh, there are some who have been saved for short periods of time that are more spiritual than some that have been saved for decades. And there are some that are seasoned, dedicated Christians that have grown. And we are all in this. You say, well, Pastor, where are you at? Man, I got a long way to go. That's where I'm at. I just know that there are a lot of things that I need uh, to grow. But, but here, all of us were in this realm. Paul was talking to them, and he said, For ye are at ye are yet carnal. And he he identified carnal as babes, and he said, uh, there is envying and strife and divisions. So What did he just call people uh, that were identified with envy, strife, and divisions? He called them what? Babes. He called them carnal. He called them babes. Uh, These individuals, uh, they were revealing not spirituality. They were revealing carnality. They were revealing that they were not spiritual, but they were as a baby. They were acting like a baby. Have you ever seen an adult act like a baby? Isn't it sickening? It is sickening. It just just makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up. It's like, man, what's wrong with those people? You You just can't understand it. It's like, listen, that's not where you're supposed to be. Grow up. But there are some people that are in their 50s and 60s that still haven't grown up. Uh, there are some, there are some uh, people as we, gr- as we are in life, just because we are at a certain stage at one point does not mean that we are always there. Uh, take your Bibles, go to Hebrews chapter number 5. Uh, we still haven't got to the, the, even the title of the message Hebrews chapter five. Uh, look with me here at verse number eleven, Hebrews. So go back a couple, uh, go back a book, Uh, Hebrews chapter uh, number, uh, Hebrews chapter five, verse number eleven. The Bible says, of whom we have many things to say, and hard to be uttered, seeing ye are dull of hearing. So Paul here, or the, I believe Paul was the author of Hebrews, but Paul here is, is writing, he says, listen, I have a lot of things that I would like to say to you, he said, but you're dull of hearing. You're not, you're not awake. You're not listening. You're not paying attention. Have you ever talked to your kids and they're looking way somewhere else? They weren't even in the same room. They weren't on the same planet. Maybe you were teaching a Sunday school class or maybe you are talking to an employee. And you could just tell, man, we are on different planets. What I'm saying is not even beginning to come together. You're not, it's not clicking at all and that's what Paul is saying here verse 12 he said for when for when for the time ye ought to be teachers ye have need that one teach you again which be the first principles of the oracles of god and are become such as have need of milk and not strong drink for everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness for he is a babe but strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age even those by uh, who, by reason of use, have their senses uh, senses exercised to discern both good and evil. And Paul here was was telling these individuals, "You are dull of hearing." He said, "But you should be the one teaching." By this time in your faith. You should be the one that's giving the teaching, uh, but you now have to go all the way back to the first principles, and you need somebody to teach you all over again because you forgot everything that you have learned. He said, we got to start all over. You know, maybe in our own personal lives, we've sort of grown a little dull of hearing. You know, we never stay anywhere. We're either going to grow or rather we're going to backslide. We will not maintain very long at any point. We're either drawing closer to the Lord or we're falling back away from Him. And just because we have been saved for a period of time does not mean that we are spiritually mature. And Paul here was just telling them, listen... Something happened and you became dull of hearing. You stopped growing. So instead of now you being the one who is teaching those babes, we got to start all over at the very beginning with you again. Now, that is a reality in every generation it was not unique to this time right here. That might be where we're at. Well, people think that I'm spiritual, it doesn't matter, what does God think? Well, I've been saved for, that doesn't matter. Where are you at in your spiritual growth? Growth, movement, progress, you see, all of us are to be growing in our faith. So as we look at this, uh, areas of why, you say, well, pastor, I, I know all the whys, so I really don't need any of this. I'm, I'm, I'm established, I'm stable, I'm faithful, I'm not going anywhere. But are we growing? And if we're not growing, we're in trouble. Now, I'm looking at the clock back there. I'm not even going to give you the title of my message tonight. But what I'm going to ask you, are we dull of hearing? Because if we are dull of hearing, it doesn't matter what I preach. See, Paul was the one that was teaching them And if they were dull of hearing Paul, man, it's a lot easier to be dull of hearing with me. But the reality is, there were people who listened to the Lord Jesus Christ and did not respond. You see, there is a decision that we all personally have to make in our own life. And if we are going to grow, it's going to be on purpose. Are we dull of hearing? Father, I pray that you'd help us tonight. Thank you for uh, just your goodness and... Uh, the, the power that's in the Word of God. Thank you for the testimony uh, that was shared tonight. Uh, but Lord, as we have just read these scriptures, I pray that each of us have been challenged. And may we truly look into our own life. Are, are we at a place where we have become dull of hearing? Or Lord, do we have we consecrated you, sanctified you in our hearts? Uh, and Lord, I pray that you would help us just to have a heart, uh, desire, to to know you better, uh, to be what you would want us to be. Uh, Lord, this body of believers has an opportunity to uh, accomplish something for you. You have placed us in this day, in this hour, in this location for such a time as this. And so I pray that you would help us, Father, just to uh, have a heart that's yielded to the Spirit of God, and I pray that you would work. Heads bowed, eyes closed. I don't know what the Lord may have done, In your own thoughts. Maybe during the testimony, maybe uh, during the song service, even, but the, the reading of these scriptures, has the Lord put his finger on something? Are we dull of hearing? Are we growing in our faith? Have we gone from being teachers to now needing to be taught? The first principles. Starting over, where are we at? And I'll just give you just a few moments right there in your seat. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our service. If you would like to hear more, visit our website at bbc4me.org. That's bbc, the number four, me.org. May God bless you.